Don't tell our mothers we're talking about sin stocks again. This is a consumer goods edition of Industry Focus. Greetings, fools. I am Sean O'Reilly here at Fool Headquarters in Alexandria, Virginia with the one and only Vincent Shen. How are you today, sir? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Um, so uh, does your mom know we're talking about more sin stocks? Yes, she does. She does? She Is approves. She, okay with she it? approves. My mom was not so happy. That's all right. <laughs> um, so last time we talked about specifically big tobacco, and this is traditional cigarettes. Today That's correct. we're talking about e-cigarettes. Yep. First and foremost, for our listeners that may or may not know what's going on these days, what is an e-cigarette? Okay. Um, I think it's important to define it just because uh, the product mix is changing a little bit. There's a lot of innovation in the industry right now. Um, so ultimately, at its base level, an e-cigarette is just a device that's filled with some type of liquid nicotine solution. And then there's a battery-powered coil which vaporizes that solution and then delivers that vaporized nicotine to the user. Can it electrocute me? Um, there are some issues with- Are you with, kidding me? I was just making a joke. Uh, <laughs> it can happen. There are some safety <laughs> issues with some of the more advanced devices, but all in all, if you're buying one at a convenience store, it's pretty safe. Pretty safe, okay. Um, so what's been happening in that industry? How old is it? Like, What do our, 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 our listeners need to know about it in order to kind of get a feel for what's going on and possibly invest in it? Yeah, sure. So the e-cigarette industry is developing very, very quickly. Um, it pretty much didn't exist maybe even a few even years ago. 10 years yeah. ago in this country, and it's developed quite a bit. Um, in 2013, uh, revenues were about $1.7 billion, they estimate. Uh, jumped up to $2.5 billion last year, and now it's forecasted for about $3.5 billion this right. year. Um, so within that, uh, there's a few different uh, kinds of e-cigarettes. You have the standard ones like that look like cigarettes, often referred to as cigalikes. And then you also have um, some more advanced devices where you can replace the cartridge, you have to replace the battery, they're not disposable. And then you have really advanced devices where the user can customize every aspect of the uh, experience from its form factor to the flavor of the, uh, of the nicotine juice that they're using or also um, you know, how much vapor is being de delivered. So, uh, you know, that's uh, some of the options out there right now. Okay. So, um, obviously, very small subsects, as we talked about last time, the actual cigarette market with traditional cigarettes is $70, $80 billion. You're talking about a couple billion here or there, but yes. it's growing very, very quickly. It is growing quickly. The thing that stuck out to me, though, was the dichotomy between the number of people that have tried it at least once in the United States versus how many people actually regularly buy these things and smoke them. Yes, I'm very glad you brought that up. Um, so, they estimate that... There's about 40 plus million smokers Which still actually, in the U.S. Like, there's 350 million Americans. That's actually a decent chunk there. Yo, right yes, now. yes. Um, and of those 40 plus million smokers, they think that at least half of them have tried e-cigarettes one time. Okay. So there is quite a bit of awareness around e-cigarettes, but the thing is, when it comes down to the actual you know revenue revenue numbers and financials, uh, e-cigarettes make up maybe five percent or less of tobacco revenue, right. and in terms of earnings, it's probably even less than that, like 1%. Jeez, okay. So next up, we want to talk about uh, who are the players. Um, the biggest market, percentage of the market goes to blue cigarettes right now. Yes. Um, generally, Supposedly. Th they think that... on the month. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, there's a lot of challenges in terms of determining market share and who the dominant player is in this industry, because you have... 
um, a lot of different distribution channels where you know a lot of cigarettes are sold convenience. Seven in ten cig normal traditional cigarettes are sold in convenience stores. Right. Whereas with e-cigarettes, you have vape shops that are popping up all over the country. Little kiosks at the mall. Um, exactly. Online. Or um, I think of the twenty thousand vape shops there are worldwide. 8,500 of them are just in the U.S. Oh, wow. So it's a very, okay. it's, yeah. it's grown very quickly, like I said, just over the past 10 years. Right. And then um, you also have online outlets, too, where you can purchase a lot of your uh, different parts that you need and devices. So it's harder for the industry to track some of the sales and the market share. But overall, the biggest players um, are, like you mentioned, Blue, also, that which is from Lorillard, but... Uh, part of the merger with Reynolds American is going to go to Imperial Tobacco. And I was surprised about that because yes. um, as part of the merger, they've got the market leader in e-cigarettes, mm -hmm. which is growing like crazy, and they're going to sell that portion of their business in order to merge. Why? What's the thinking there? Well, the thing is Reynolds has developed their own e-cigarette called Vuse, and they consider Vuse to be the superior product. Okay. So they did testing for Vuse in, um, it was in Colorado and in Utah, last year, and they've expanded it nationally now, so it's available in over 100,000 retail locations. And that's their big push. So for Reynolds, they're focusing on views. They're okay letting Blue go because they think that ultimately their product is better. Okay. So to say that any given uh, particular e-cigarette is a market leader right now doesn't actually... It shifts, we're not even at the first day. It like shifts significantly. Practice, yeah, right. You know, Altria rolled out with Mark 10 uh -huh. uh, with their own. E yeah, and I read about that, and they did the testing in uh, Indiana and what was the other? State? Arizona. Arizona, yeah, and uh, I'm sure there were promotions and free whatevers in there, but uh, supposedly they got like 50% of market share pretty much immediately in their test markets. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, I don't know. It just the whole situation seems like I mean we're not even in the first inning here. I mean this is so so early. Yeah, it's just everything's developing very very quickly. So you have Mark 10 from Altria, you have Views from Reynolds, you got Blue. Um, you also have uh, smaller players like Enjoy, which is uh, well known because they're backed by some pretty famous investors like uh, Peter Thiel. I was really surprised Parker. they valued that thing. It, it, it got valued at a billion dollars, and they got Sean Parker from Facebook to invest in it and all this stuff. I was like, oh man, yep, what's yep. that? Yeah. Um, the thing is, they've had a few rounds of uh, private equity investments. Uh, they've raised, I think, almost $150 million. Jeez. And as of, as of the most recent round, they got that $1 billion valuation. Um, and they are also available in tens of thousands of retail locations. So they're a significant player, and they're not part of that you know, big tobacco group. Yeah. Um, other brands you have, like Logic, 21st Century. Um, you have uh, brands like Crave, VaporX, 51, uh, Mystic. So it's... Uh, very diverse subset of brands there right. and options um, and there's also as a result of that quite a bit of consolidation in the industry yeah, right now for as well. sure so um, a lot of the research that I've read about e-cigarettes makes it a point that um, you know you got the they're almost disposable but the traditional e-cigarettes you can buy at the gas station or whatever. but now there's the shift not only uh, away from traditional cigarettes but towards vaping yes what's the big difference there and why is it better uh, well for for the end user, no. <laughs> for the end user, um, you know they're concerned about things like uh, the you know the the diversity of the products, um, how easy is it is to use, the economics about it, and so a lot of uh, people go into e-cigarettes trying something like blue or like a cigalike mm -hmm. that's disposable. You use it one time, it runs out, and then you have to repurchase. Yeah, but that. A lot of uh, people in the industry consider that kind of like an appetizer for uh -huh. e-cigarette users, where they 
use that, but then they learn more about what's the options available, and they will gradually convert to similar advanced devices, be it with refillable cartridges or some of them really advanced like mods and uh, atomizers that are available. Okay. So they they see a lot of people coming in with SigaLikes, and then within six months, they've already moved on to something more. Wow. Jeez, okay. So um, the NJOY, is that a vapey, vapor or a SigaLike? That's like, more of a SigaLike, but it does have the, the uh, reusable component with the cartridges and the recharging. Okay. So it has that small form factor, but there is a little bit more, it's, you could consider it a little bit more advanced in the disposable versions. Cool, okay. So you got all these players, all fighting for market share, rollouts, just crazy, we don't know which horse is gonna win. Yeah. What does the government have to say about all this? Well, that's the big point of contention um, and probably the biggest thing that the industry faces right now. Um, they expect the FDA to come out with their ruling, their final rulings on e-cigarettes, hopefully this summer, though, some people are very skeptical about that. Yeah. Um, I find it hard to believe that the FDA will be more draconian with their regulations on e-cigarettes than they would be with regular cigarettes. Well, the thing is a lot of people who use e-cigarettes value things like flavors. Right. And that is one of the key things that is being considered as a banned you know, component for e-cigarettes. But that really so takes away- So allow that? They wouldn't allow- Oh, wow. So a lot of people for also like the fact that you can use e-cigarettes in parks or indoors in, in, right. in certain states. Because most of them put out water vapor, essentially. Yeah, right? just vapor that, though there is testing around what is in that vapor and if it has harmful effects, like mm -hmm. the secondhand vapor, basically. Um, so right now, there is something like 60 plus bills in different, 21 different state legislator, legislatures that are being considered. Um, they'll ban things like flavors, online sales, they'll require permits to sell liquids, they'll prohibit use in the public, restrict advertising. So, you know, a lot of that stuff is, uh, there are regulations that the traditional tobacco industry right. currently has. So no huge change then. Um, but at the same time, the big issue with that is you have all these smaller players. If the FDA institutes a more rigorous, strict process to get products approved, yeah. You know, those processes can take hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to so get through. So then it favors the big guys. It favors the big companies who have the resources to go through that approval process. Have, have done this dance before. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. They have essentially the deep pockets necessary right. to, to get their products through, whereas everybody else would just kind of get boxed out. So it seems like the, the final winners, you know, when we're looking back 10, 20 years from now in the advent of the e-cigarette and vaping and all that, kind of depends on what the government says first. Absolutely. Uh, whatever they decide to do with their regulations will have a big impact on innovation in the industry, options uh, available for users, the experience overall, the quality of the product. So it's a, it's a big issue to consider. That's absolutely for sure. Got it. Okay. So uh, this is The Motley Fool. We like to help the world invest better. Is there a player that you can bet on safely to kind of take advantage of this consumer trend? Like what's, what are, sure, what are sure. investors looking at? So in the end, uh, you know, when you think of tobacco, any, you know, regardless if it's e-cigarettes or traditional, you have the big tobacco companies. And because the current environment is so uncertain, it's hard to say, hey, let's pick um, some of the smaller e-cigarette players, which are, a lot of them are essentially penny stocks. Yeah. Whereas you can pick a Reynolds or an Altria, which is a big company. They have the, like I said, the lobbying power, the um, resources to 
potentially form the industry around their needs and to their benefits. So that's something that is, if you're looking for a current investment yeah, is what you would bet on. But at the same time, if the regulations come through and they are, they kind of allow that innovation to keep going, allow the smaller players to, to remain in the space and to remain competitive, then the investing environment becomes a lot more interesting. There's a lot more options. Um, and you might, in that case, because the big tobacco companies tend to be slower with the innovation, you know, their right. products aren't their products aren't getting the rave reviews that e-cigarette uh, that some of the smaller companies get. So you might see them starting to gobble up some of the smaller companies to to get that innovation. You might even see pharmaceutical companies who are seeing their um, tobacco cessation like uh, gum or patches. They might even jump into that acquiring some of the smaller companies to get into the action. Got it, very, very good. So pretty much a little too early, but if you want to bet on it, the big players. The big players, ultimately, they might be able to, to you know, get those regulations to go in their favor and allow them to box everybody out and basically turn the e-cigarette industry into a mirror of what traditional right. tobacco looks like right now. Got it, very cool. Well, thank you for your time, Vincent. Thank you, Have appreciate it. Yep, well, you heard it here first, uh, first folks. That is it for us. Have a great day and full on.